in the wild, you don't see depressed rabbits <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> or, 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 you know, or an elephant with flu. Right. You, you don't see that. They, they do something. They do this. They live more profound within their own system. And we lost that. But consciously, with the right breathing techniques, we are able to reset the body to its natural capacity. And their disease, both mentally and physically, they have, uh, they have no space. They have no why or they have no purpose over there. So they are shut down. Mm. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the One Mind Meditation Podcast, a show about meditation, mindfulness, and your health. My name is Morgan Dix, and today I am really excited to share with you my interview with the Iceman, Wim Hof. Now, Wim is an extraordinary guy and really needs very little introduction. In this show, we dive deep into the Wim Hof method and how it came to be, how Wim developed it. Wim has some, he has something like 26 world records under his belt, Guinness Book of World Records. He has done extraordinary work to validate and legitimize his method through science and through various studies, which we've linked up on the show notes for this page, and I encourage you to check those out. But as you'll find in this interview, Wim's enthusiasm for life, for love, for living to our fullest potential is completely contagious. And for me, I probably end up becoming a little bit of a cheerleader on this show. So I warn you, full disclosure, I, I do some of his practices. So I love him and, and maybe I'm not as critical as I might otherwise be. But it's because I've seen the results of his method and they're pretty awesome. So I encourage you to check it out. And if anything, just enjoy the transmission from Wim. He's just an outrageous, fully living human being. And he is really a joy to listen to. So I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. And before we start, two quick things. One, thank you for those of you who are leaving us reviews on iTunes. That is a huge help to us. It, it puts the show in front of so many more meditators and to massive help for us. I wanted to read one recent review from someone called Jay Bombs, who wrote, I recently discovered this podcast and have listened to nearly 50 of them. This coincides with the reinvigorated personal daily meditation practice. The podcasts have been so reinforcing and helpful for my mindfulness meditation practice. I enjoy the interviews very much and find them interesting, entertaining, and often very validating. Morgan's style is balanced and warm, easy to listen to, and full of great insights. I'm grateful to have found this podcast and look forward to continued listening. So thank you, Jay Bombs. I really, really appreciate it. Again, if you listen to the show on a regular basis and you're compelled to give back, this would be an awesome way. Let me know what you think about this interview. I'd, I really love the feedback. It helps me develop. So before we start the show with Wim, a quick word from our sponsor, Health IQ. So the One Mind Meditation Podcast is sponsored by Health IQ. 
Health IQ is an insurance company that helps health-conscious people like runners, cyclists, weightlifters, and vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance. So you can go to healthiq.com forward slash one mind to support this show and also see if you qualify. So did you know that physically active people have a 34% lower risk of all-cause mortality, a 56% lower risk of heart disease, and a 22% decrease in cancer mortality compared to people who remain active. Amazing. So to see if you qualify, head on over, get your free quote today at healthiq.com forward slash one mind or mention the promo code one mind when you talk to a health IQ agent. So now let's jump into our show with Wim Hof. It's an honor to have you on the show, man, and I'm really thrilled to have you here, and I'm excited for my audience, most of whom I think your work is going to be, this is going to be their first introduction to it, and I think they're going to be really excited to learn about it. I wanted to ask if you could just start, Wim, by maybe speaking a little bit about your story, like what were the events in your own life that led you to develop the Wim Hof Method, before we actually start talking about the method itself and the scientific veracity of the method and all the work you've done to really legitimize the the practice and the and the method can you just like can we start at the beginning a little bit with your own personal story how how did this all come into being yeah like i'm i'm born like everybody yeah it <laughs> makes us uh, humans you know yeah. <laughs> and we share human humanness together yeah. but me, a very early age on, I I wasn't okay with what was going on in the world. Mm. I felt, uh, I mean, disease, both mentally and physically and wars and all that. I don't agree with that. Simple. So there are no books. It's like the whole history of ours and the way we were brought up through schools is yeah, war here, war there, Second World War so, and Napoleon was there, Alexander the Big One, he was over there, and Caesar was over there. It's always war, 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 yes. war, war, war. It's always the killing, the killing that makes the topics. But where is the real philosophers on health, happiness, strength, on enlightenment of, of, of the soul's purpose? Where, where, where is it? So I'm, uh, I became curious about that aspect. Yes. And then I found out that all the scriptures, they were much too complicated talking about it. I couldn't really figure out what was going on through all these esoteric uh, disciplines mm. and philosophies and scriptures. I've been all, throughout all the religions looking uh, deeply into it, exercising, practicing, because you cannot just make an opinion out of your head because it's biased yeah. through your own cultural background and all. So I was very open and learned that actually everybody is more or less into the profanity. And, and that way, we are not able to tap in deeper into the physiology, both the ones of the body and the mind. Mm. Thus, we suffer. And we don't know better than to battle it with pills and medicines, depression, bipolar, anxiety, fear, PTSD, inflammation, chronic pain, and all the diseases existence. And we don't we know how to shoot people to the moon, and we don't know how to guarantee happiness, health, and strength. Right. And uh, to me, those were the key things 
by intuition, by instinct, by your gut feeling. Yeah. I got to do something. I got to look. So my soul search began very early on. And uh, yeah, the soul search knows a lot of bumps. You try this, you look into that, and you always try, and you always believe. Yeah. Believe is the inner gut feeling that there is something more than meets the eye. Absolutely. And that's what I did. So I went down, and finally I came, because my soul search began consciously at 12 years of age. And then mm. when I was 17, for the first time, I met the cold water. Mm. And the cold water, you know what the cold water does? The ice water. It doesn't let you think. You cannot go picnic and go into the ice water. No, you go into deep experience. You just go into merciless but righteous element of nature and exposing yourself to it. That activates and awakens a deeper self, yeah. a deeper physiology. And that was brought to my mind and it made me breathe different, deeper, more effective. Mm. And five months later of my first uh, ice bath, I was able to sit for five to seven minutes under the ice just because of this breathing. Yeah. And you know what you do when you go into ice water. You do the first time. Yes, <gasps> right. Yay! You contract. Wake up to the inner physiology. Yes. So I went down uh, to do that and challenged my body because suddenly I had discovered a way to get deeply into the physiology of the mind and the body. And my mind became aware and connected with that uh, power mm. of the physiology deeply within. And that made me able to take on any challenge. That met at a certain point, uh, met television. But before that happened, uh, my wife committed suicide mm. in 95. Mm. I had four children with her. How old? Was the, how, like, how old were you? Uh, the oldest one was 12. Youngest one was seven wow. years. Wow! And how old? And there I was. How old were you at that time? Thirty-five. Jesus. Thirty-five. Wow! That's twenty-three. No, it's thirty-three years ago. Twenty-three years ago, it was ninety-five. Yeah. In ninety-five, yeah. that means uh, uh, twenty-three years yes. ago. And and there you are. And then, then I found no solace or peace of mind, nor body, because of the stress of the surroundings and the people and the mentality of uh, daily life. I didn't find it over there. I found it in nature. Mm. I found that the cold, merciless as it is, it goes straight into the depth, mm. both of your uh, mind to be stilled. To, uh, every day was going into the cold water and stilled my mind, and nothing else than just being is there. Life itself, mm. pure energy, and that it is. And that motivated me to go back anytime I felt the stress. And the stress was ongoing for a longest time because this woman was the love of my life. Mm. So it goes really deep. And therefore, you need to go really deep. And the cold is able to do that. It came very much to my awareness after the suicide of my wife. And then four years later, I came across television. Uh, first in the newspaper Wim, and quick, then television. Quick, and then, quick question. Yes. So this was all in the Netherlands. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So most was in Netherlands and then partially also in Spain because my woman was Spanish. Ah. And uh, she is the mother of my four children. Yes. Now I'm uh, happily uh, having a new relationship. Yes. Great. And I got a beautiful little new child. Oh, six months. Oh my God. Congratulations. Yeah, 
Thanks, man. I thought Thanks, I heard man. a... Did, so was I hearing a baby in the background? I'm thriving. Yes, oh, that's the baby. Dude. Yeah, man. He's a, a beautiful... I call him Bluey because he's got the most beautiful blue oh. eyes in the world. They are big like saucers. <laughs> and he looks at me <laughs> bluntly. He can shit on me, and I say it smells oh, great. Oh, <laughs> dude, what a lucky little boy. Yeah, you know what it is. Yes. Happiness, I'm looking at it right oh, now yeah. with a big smile. Oh. I have a two. Uh, I have a two-year-old, so I'm with you. I'm just still in that uh, uh, yeah, kind of baby yeah. love phase. Aren't they ridiculously in- innocent? They're angels, man. And able to yeah to open up your heart without the mind, uh, and that's where we need to go back to, to the tribe, to the family, to the sanity. Yeah. To take care of our kids and to be able to guarantee, and that's to me is love, health, happiness, strength yes. to our children. That's what I want to give for them. And for that, we do the signs. Because when my wife suicided, she had the terror, a terrorist within the mind. Yeah. She was schizophrenic. She jumped from an eighth story down. And she was in love with the kids mm. and everything. So how bad it was within her mind. A physical damage of the brain into the body. It's the real terrorist. The, a demon or whatever it is. But I couldn't do anything because it was a whole process to it. Yeah. And now I'm on the verge to tackle down depression, bipolar, anxiety, fear, trauma, and all these things with a new coming study with Detroit, Michigan, Wayne State University Neuroscience Department. Because my, my philosophies are based on science. Yes. And I, I do not only believe, I think believe and going back to nature to the innate capacity to understand by your belief, your brain capacity, your brain activity, therefore, to uh, find solutions that now uh, is science. That is real logic. That is nature. And that's what I show. I showed it before with uh, seemingly impossible to uh, influence by humans the autonomic nervous system and the endocrine system and innate immune system. They told of those you cannot influence. And I made people within four days being able to influence in that. It is actually going back to the inner nature of ours, to the innate capacity of our physiology. And that within our conscious control. Yeah. So all at will, if we are able to pass that on to our children, then these children, they will grow up with the guarantee to become in control of their endorphins, mm. their melatonins, mm-hmm. their dopamines, the feel-good hormones. And when you have a happy person, it doesn't need to compensate by having six cars or seven cars or two houses or 300 yes. houses and more power and more power because the human is happy. Only not happy people brainwashed through a system that makes people going into, hey, I'm good in this, I'm even better than that, I'm better than you, I can make more money than you, into this tension and stressful power system that creates all the chronic stress, yes. which is not natural. Yeah. They have to go into compensatory ways to fulfill what is not fulfilled which is already there. Yes. You know, the happiness, the strength and the health and the connection to the inner nature of ours, the inner physiology, both in the mind and the body, it's there and it should not be left. And we should bring this knowledge or these techniques 
based on scientific uh, evidence into primary school. Uh, so absolutely. It's not only mathematics what? and language and history, but also happiness, health, and strength. I, and it is very clear, very much. I love it. When, so I want to go more into this, but before we do, let's back up. You were about to say that after about four years, you encountered something on TV, I believe it was. You, and you were, if we can pick up the narrative and just bring us from there to here, and then let's dive into the science. I really want to get more into that and your philosophy. Did you know that research has shown that meditating daily can lower blood pressure, decrease cortisol levels, and reduce the risk of death from heart disease? The One Mind Meditation Podcast is sponsored by Health IQ, an insurance company that helps health-conscious people like runners, cyclists, weightlifters, and vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance. And you can go to healthiq.com forward slash one mind to support the show and see if you qualify. But here's the cool thing. Health IQ uses science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health-conscious people, including runners, cyclists, strength trainers, vegans, and more. So probably you, I'm guessing. So check it out to see if you qualify. Get your free quote today at healthiq.com forward slash one mind or mention the promo code one mind when you talk to a Health IQ agent. Also, I will link up the Health IQ hot link in our show notes for this episode. So check it out. Now back to our show. You were about to say that after about four years, you encountered something on TV, I believe it was. You, and you were, if we can pick up the narrative and just bring us from there to here, and then let's dive into the science. I really want to get more into that and your philosophy. Good. So my, my story is simple. I traced it back all, like a regression uh, almost. It was my mother who told me I'm one of the twins. My brother, they twins. They suspect, yes, twins. identical twins. They suspected just one child, so they never knew there was another one. And your and voice, your voice just went a little funny, Wim. Wim. Oh, that's better. Is it? Uh, I put. I, I had my finger. There on. you go. Yeah, there, there we are. Good. Thank you. So, yes, yes. twins. Um, you were. Tw you were. Tw I was one of the twins. Yeah. identical. But they never knew that at the time of the birth. So I, they had my mother going back to the recovery and all, but there was another one, of course. Yeah. So finally, they they found out there was another one, and I was too deep. So they had to uh, take me to the operation room to have a cesarean. Yeah. And, and my mother was like a very uh, strong believer. Yeah. Very uh, religious. Right. She was religious. Right. Doesn't matter what what the religion is. She her belief was strong therein. And the belief, together with her fear that they were going to, you know, to open her up, that made me being born and pushed out in the cold of the hole just before the operation. Wow. And therein, she invocated, she told me what happened. She said, oh, God, of her belief, oh, God, let this child live. I make him a missionary. Mm. And there I am. But this is later in the life I found out Oh, I was a piece of nothing being born like purple 
almost suffocated in the cold of a hole. There it was. And the invocation of my mother was on top of it. And that is a psychic imprint or something. Yes. Uh, whatever it is, it made me being different of my uh, identical twin brother. And so I grew up always with a, you know, with a, curi- a different curiosity toward it. All. Yes. And, and a mission. And, uh, you, you, you're very yes. mission driven. Like that word keeps coming up yes, as you're talking. So, yeah, I get it. I am. I am. And I'm a simple guy. I'm actually a dropout from school, but I'm teaching professors and doctors now. And uh, changing the books in the universities, it's already changed eh? because of what we have shown. Yeah. But going back to my own youth, so when I was 12, I was already diving into psychology books, into Hinduism, into Buddhism, philosophies, and all that it got my interest. When everybody was playing outside, and I played also outside a lot too, but I, I love to read books. Mm. And until 17, I read many, many, many uh, books, much exceeding my, my age. Yeah. I was interested in deep, deep shit. Yeah, clearly. Uh, and it made me debate and philosophize where others say are m- more into, yeah, uh, girls and this and discotheques and uh, bars and cafes and uh, doing this and that and all. I was into that. So, uh, when I was 17, I came across the cold water. Mm. And the cold water physically brought me in connection mm. with the same thing where the trauma must have got me into him and psychically imprinted from the birth. Yeah. Because it was a cold hole with almost suffocating. So I went into the cold. I actually felt what I was looking for. Wow. And namely, a solution to my own so trauma. So interesting. And I felt good. Yes, I felt good because I connected. I connected and I did it consciously because I was the one taking off my clothes, looking around if there was somebody. Yeah, there was nobody. I went in. I followed my gut feeling to go in. And there it was. And from there on, every day, and it felt good every day. Because that was the connection I could relieve. And I began to consciously de- uh, breathe uh, deeper and effectively. Yes. Then I found the power of the breath and the manipulation of the chemistry inside. And it made me able to sit a whole night of freezing temperatures in shorts out, outside. Mm. So that brings, that brings the inside of our physiology and the power of the physiology beyond normal uh, understanding yes and i was hiding it always because uh, i knew people think i'm crazy if just showing this and so uh, for 25 years it was hidden yeah until i came across the television and this is uh, five years after the death of my wife came across the television and television said can you do this can you do that you do 26 world records later now and even the scientists began to notice because i was in youtube and television and bbc national geographic and all those things but what this man is doing is not possible Mm. but he is doing it so what is happening we want to investigate and that's what they did they began with a cold physiological experiment on me 80 minutes immersed in ice 80 and then taking my 80 eight zero minutes wow. and then uh, taking the blood and controlling uh, or looking at the 
core body temperature, and it remained always the same throughout. And that is not possible so uh, normally. Yeah, that nobody goes to those. Extremes. So you. So and, just uh, to reiterate, so your body temperature yes. was level, and and yet you were immersed for eighty minutes, and that and to be able to maintain that kind of consistent body temperature is unprecedented. It is unprecedented and uh, or scientifically re registered. Got it. So they got this call. I think this is an innate capacity of everybody. Yes. So I'm always saying this, but the only thing is I had a trauma. I was driven to uh, to find solutions yeah. within me by, by gut feeling because in books I couldn't find any solution. And by talking just, it's like psychotherapy or something. No, 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 no. It doesn't go away with psychotherapy. Come on. No, it needs nature into the deepest and going into exposure. Get the impact of the of the ice water on me and find a way by uh, mind-body control to neutralize the impact, which makes me able to beat any trauma or to effectively change the chemistry, which is which is in the end uh, trauma. Trauma is a biochemical substance which is stored away, which is not able to come out only when uh, the time is there and all is good, then suddenly little by little it comes out. Yeah. But through me learning how to neutralize the impact of the ice, ice water, the cold, it's like learning how to fend off or to deal chemically, consciously with biological stress. And that made me able to tap in very deep into those areas where we got stored uh, anxiety, fear. They began to do this study. Yeah. And they took the blood. And then 36 of these tubes and this was, during this the this was a group of scientists? This is a school? Or who, who yeah. is this? This is a Radboud University in, uh, in the Netherlands. Yes. And department physiology yeah. called thermophysiology. And they did the 80 minutes, which is also uh, published in a paper, a case study mm -hmm. of uh, willful regulation of the autonomous nervous system uh, while being in the ice. Wow. And they took the blood, 36 of these tubes. They exposed in laboratory setting this blood to bacteria. And normally you see the immune cells react violently to the bacteria. And with my blood, 0%. 0% or the immune cells began to react completely different, much more effective and killing a possible effect of the bacteria in the beginning, like cell death. Boom, yeah, boom, yeah, boom. Yeah. And that that is called the specific immune system. But we cannot control that because it is part of the autonomic nervous system. And the autonomic nervous system is out of our willful regulation. And now a guy showed, boom, a willful regulation, doing staying for 80 minutes in the cold, being able to withstand it all, to stay with a core body temperature, 37 degrees, just, you know, the normal core body temperature. 37 throughout. Celsius, right? Yes. Yeah. 37 Celsius. What is it? Probably 98.6 uh, uh, or 98.6 or something. Exactly. Now, that stayed throughout. Wow. And, and the skin, almost to zero, almost to freezing point. 
the skin. Mm. So how is that possible? Mm. That is an innate capacity of ours to control the adrenal axis to survive, mm. to fend off negative impact. And now, we, because of our comfort zone behavior in a normal daily life, we control nature outside, but we've lost the stimulation on the body, which makes us able to connect consciously with our body and being stimulated, we learn naturally, little by little, to have a stronger immune system and to connect willfully with that. But we lost that connection because we think we can control the environment, but we don't control the inner mechanisms who are being stimulated and trained and optimized through the elements of nature. Mm. And then with our mind not connected to the body, we get all these deadlines. We want to do this. We want to do that. We don't want to do that. But we have no connection to the body. So we stress up the body on cell level, yeah. in the DNA, yes. in our heart. Uh, and the wrong chemistry is going on. And we do not even notice it anymore. And then we get collapses in the end. The stress, the chronic stress, results into all kinds of inflammatory uh, diseases. The autoimmune diseases, like 200 years ago, there was little, yeah. very little. Yeah. And now it's a lot because, because of our behavior. And, and I've heard you... Because of our alienation yes. of our uh, inner nature. And I've heard you say that the animals don't get autoimmune diseases. Is that right? Exactly. And that, that is another question. Uh, one day before a rabbit dies, it is still able to flee, fight, food, searching, and all that. That's why, he, that's the way he lives. Yeah. And then when he dies, he goes to sleep. There is no fear. He just dozes off. Yeah. It's probably nice way, you know, uh, nice to die. They, they just go into this dreamy state and uh, all the systems are uh, uh, shut off. And then your mind is shut off and you're gone to rabbit habit. <laughs> or you go into the habit, and it's all okay. Yeah, we live in fear because we lost the connection. You know what happens at the time of death? People who lost the connection with the body, they get like these rigor mortis, mm. and the nervous system is not really shut down. You get these <laughs> these strange things, and of course, in your subconscious, you know that at the time of death, you really have to shut down. And not to be disconnected. And uh, that's what I saw and learned uh, being under the ice, losing my way under the ice, swimming, breath hold, in shorts, and I had no goggles on, and I lost a hole. I couldn't see it. And I was swimming on and on and on and on and on and on and on. I did twice the distance and more. And then finally a diver brought me back to the 50-meter hole, like 60 yards, and, but I had more than doubled the distance. What I found out there, that because of the right breathing in the beginning, all my system was active. Mm. And when it was depleted of energy, it was just dozing off. There was no agony of drowning, no fear, no anxiety. I was just sleeping into it. Mm. And if the diver wouldn't have brought me back by the ankle, then I would have gone into a sleep. And then in springtime, when the ice would have melted, uh, I would have uh, surfaced. You know, death, of course. But 
It happened. And this was a test. Was this a demonstration that you were doing, or what was the context yes. for that? Yes, I had to do a world record the other day, and this was a general rehearsal. Yeah, and there was nobody there but a diver. Yeah, and my brother was there, but they were both on the on the ice, and I was under the ice. And I thought, I'm not going to rehearse. I'm going to do the full distance. Yeah. And tomorrow I got to do the full distance, so I want to make sure. So I was preparing well. Doing all my breathing, going into the ice, take a, a full breath in and go. And then I found out that I needed uh, a goggles because my retina or the, the cornea froze. Oh. And uh, you, you see a blur. You see a blur. You don't see the whole. It's misty. And you didn't panic. And, you didn't uh, panic. I, absolute absence of agony, panic, drowning or any anxiety was all there. So that was my first encounter with death. Mm. That, hey, fear of death. And, uh, so you're basic, basically your mindset under the ice when you were swimming and you lost the hole was like, it was one-pointed. It sounds like you were just like, I got to find the hole, yes. but I'm not going to freak out. Exactly. And you're not even thinking and not freaking out or freaking. It goes into that modus. And we are able to, to trust yeah. it to do so. Yeah. That's a natural yeah. mechanism. Yeah. And, but we lost, because of our comfort zone behavior, we don't know these uh, psychic mental mechanisms no more. Thus, we have an idea about what is death. Ooh, we're going to die and, and fear and anxiety throughout life. Hey, it's not necessary. We got so much more than we think. Yes. And right. th therefore, I come back to what we need to learn in school, for God's sake, is to be happy, strong, and healthy because we got all the tools and we are equipped to psychically connect with all that what makes us happy the dopamines, the melatonin, the endorphins, the opioids, cannabinoids, the endocannabinoid system. I just showed that in, a, in, in brain scans. Then it worked. We are able to tap into the deepest of our brain. And I'm showing that because through just saying that to people, they say, yeah, you're crazy. You are in utopia. This is philosophy. But no, I love science because it backs me up beyond any speculation that we are built and, uh, and equipped uh, to be happy, strong, and healthy. We just need to tap into it and learn to your little children not to get out of balance ever because we should be in control always. And that, that to me is if you love your child, you bring that understanding to the child. Yes. And you will have a child brought up in balance. And when you get, once you, you slip, you get out of balance, you know exactly how to get back into the balance nature equipped us with. All right. So that's a good segue, I think. All right. I still want to talk more about the science, but this might. Might be a good segue. Let's talk about the Wim Hof method in specifics. Can you just walk us through the methodology that you've developed and that you're teaching people now? And then let's, after you do that, let's unpack a little bit more some of the dimensions of the other, because I know you did the Wayne State willful regulation study, which is very powerful, Let and the, and the one in the, uh, in the Netherlands. Yes. But then let's also... Yeah, we do uh, 11 studies right yeah. now. Eh? And five studies are on the brink of uh, publishing now. They awesome. have been completed. Yes. Yeah, all kinds of different areas, different angles on the same uh, method. 
because the method is a natural key. Yeah. So the natural key in this is found out by going into nature. That's what I did by following my God and my intuition. It made me feel good. Yeah. So that, 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 that is the beginning, the start. Yeah. And so at a certain moment, I got into television and they began to challenge me and I could do anything they said. Every time a new challenge, new challenge, new challenge, new challenge. Yes, we got a, a much stronger power within once we are connected. Now, how, how you bring yourself into that connection. Yes. That has, from being uh, all in the television and, uh, and, and all these challenges and numerous more challenges I did by myself, nobody around uh, for 25 years. So uh, I got a lot more experience. And it, where that experience came from, you begin to think about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I began to debate and to ponder and contemplate and all. So at a certain moment, I became challenged by laboratory settings, uh, by, by researchers and, and scientists. And then I showed suddenly that I was able to do things they thought of is not possible by humans. And now it is all ongoing. So what are the pillars? It's the cold, obviously. Yeah. They call me the Iceman. It's the cold. And what, what is the cold good for? It's the exposure, gradual exposure to cold optimizes the 80,000 miles of vascular channels we got inside. And with that, millions of primitive muscles and reflexes who join the blood system, blood flow system. And thus, once they are optimized, and that is being done, say, in 10, 10 days, mm-hmm. vascular system, yeah. which is, by the way, number one eh? mm. in the world mm. the cardiovascular related diseases the arteriosclerosis calcification because the blood flow is not good enough because the right stuff is not going through it and it's going to slow you get collateral damage and then it grows the, the cholesterol oxidizes and all those things it wouldn't happen if we just go into a regular on regular basis into the cold i always say cold shower a day Keeps the doctor away. You, yeah, and you converted and you, me. I do it every day now. Hey, man, how how is the you know the flu and headaches and stress? Isn't it last? Oh, I mean, it's been it's been. I started on January first. I haven't had one. Uh, you see, things like that. It's all logical. So we train the transportation system eighty thousand miles. Where is all mm. that? That means oh, most of what we are. It's, to, it's blood vessels in the most primitive ways. Mm. These are capillaries, and then you got the veins and the arteries. That's the transportation system. And they go by contraction and dilatation, opening and closing. Yeah. And those is done by little muscles. And that's done by the nervous system. So, But the muscles, if they are not optimized, then it's like a muscle. If you don't train, then it gets weaker and weaker. And who needs to compensate for the weakened vascular system that is the heart and then suddenly it's 20 30 times a minute more 24 hours a day that the heart is beating now that is like beating beating that is like stress because an accelerated heart rate ignites glucoses and the liver to get into the adrenal state of being and therefore we get this chronic stressful low current existence of cortisol 
which uh, then oxidizes cortisol. In the you said cortisol. Cord uh, cortisol. Yes, got it. And, and we don't know how to shut it up. And that really damages the system. Mm. So uh, what we do with the cold is to activate the adrenal axis, and then it shuts down. So we let it peak, whoop, and then the body goes into a optimized uh, active state on cell level, the protective proteins, and that means that we are able uh, to harness the cell against any stressor coming in. Could be the cold. The cold is a great teacher because it learns how to activate those protective proteins, yeah. which is another study we do with San Francisco UC, UCSF, University of Keller. Yeah, UCSF. And we do that with uh, DNA researchers because they say, yeah, after 10 years, we know how the DNA works. But with this, we can go and make it work at will. Mm. And that is something we did not know. And now they are doing the research. We got it funded and it's on now. I let them do that. They experienced what I'm talking about now. And uh, they say, yeah, this even will lengthen your life because it protects the telomeres. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, what is involved into a longevity. Those are the ends so, of the genes. Is that right? They're like. Yes, exactly. Like shoelaces. Mm. If the end is okay then the shoelace stays intact. Mm. If the end is not okay, then the shoelace begins to unravel itself. That means shortening. So this state that cold can induce in us is very healthy for the telomeres. Is that what they're saying? And that is one. You learn to activate the adrenal axis at will. Yeah. And that optimizes your cell's biology. Mm. And, and not only, you get also a better blood flow, when with that comes a lot more energy. Right. And you get your heart rate, it goes down. That means a whole lot less stress. Mm. And I want... That, that, that is the core. Yeah. Okay. So that's the first pillar. And that's the first pillar. And we are built to be able to do that. Because it's nothing more than awakening to our natural standard of our vascular system, which is very able to bring the right blood flow to all cells to bring the stress down and to activate ourselves to the best of functionality on the cell uh, biological level. Got it. So and that, there it is. Yeah, And, and it is simple, mm. but we didn't know. We think we, we are becoming tough and this and that is only for tough guys. No, 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 no. You better start and teach the children to go and take a cold shower on a regular basis. And this is where we're going to tackle killer number one of the West, the cardiovascular-related calcification of the veins and arteries done by a slow blood flow with the uh, wrong minerals, etc., because the chemistry is wrong. It's chronic stress. Mm. And that uh, we, take, we tackle it with this one. I love that. That, that. that is why. Okay, well, yes. and I want to ask you, because so that's, all right, so we, that's like the first pillar. And yes. when you earlier, and then I want to I want to go into the second pillar here in a moment, but first I want to ask you this question, because when you were talking about the cold earlier, uh, it had almost, when I was listening to it, my, my background and, and the context for my interest, obviously, I, is meditation. And 
there was a quality in the way that you spoke about the cold as you might hear a meditation teacher referring to a mantra or a practice and that it led you deep into your body. It connected you to some deep place in yourself. You've, the way you described it, had almost that. I can tell it from a brain research. And, and can you? I think your your finger might be on the phone again, Mama. Oh, there you go. oh, thank yeah, you. Sorry. No problem. Yes, that was amazing so, when yes. you spoke about it. From yeah, a, can you say more? Yeah, it's a, uh, right now uh, the psychiatrists who work with me, professors in Michigan, mm. they say, and uh, uh, is also. Uh, Stanford University. They are also doing uh, research right now mm. on this uh, uh, breathing techniques with anxiety and uh, phobias. It's uh, happening right now. But they, uh, the professors in uh, Michigan, they tell me this is a transformational technique that will change mental health care. What I'm trying to show is that mindfulness is quite time consuming. It's learning how to bring more uh, blood flow from one area, the neocortex, into the limbic system. Mm -hmm. The limbic system, once you begin to feel that and it opens up, that means deep meditation. Mm -hmm. It feels like uh, opening up to a very strong feeling, a, a very nice mm -hmm. past, transcending the thoughts. Yes, feeling, mm. pure feeling is great. Mm. And uh, if you go back into meditative uh, practices, from the beginning, we stumble up uh, Patanjali, and he says, Yoga Anusasanam, Yoga Chittavritti Nerudaha Tadadrasthavasvaripevastanam. There's a lot of blah, blah in Sanskrit, doesn't matter. It says, it's a, uh, this is an explanation on yoga. Yoga is the silencing of the modifications of the thinking brain. Then the seer appears. And the seer, that's what we meet in deep meditation. And we love it. It is nice. But it is also time consuming. And for most of the people in the West, it's very difficult to uh, shut down the thinking system and to have done uh, the energy and the blood flow go into the deeper part of the brain. Now comes this method. And they saw it in the brain, in the brain scans that suddenly the blood flow goes in different areas, making us at will able to interact with those areas and ignite, say, to, uh, uh, to activate dopamines, opiates, endocannabinoids, you know, things where you get high mm. and while being under stress. That's what I, uh, yes. you, you talk uh, yeah. about this brain of body stuff. Yeah. But it is not only about that. They say with mindfulness, we suspect that it is not able to go as deep as this. And we are into meditation. Meditation is some kind of abstract word. But bring it back to uh, brain studies and uh, our Western understanding of neurological pathways and activity in the brain. And then we can see suddenly how we are able to uh, see, mindfulness brings these studies, these results, what we have shown uh, now and seen now in the brain scans, compared that they never showed to go to into the endocannabinoid system, the periaqueductal system, the deepest of the brainstem, and now we are there, and this is the way we're going to tackle, and with the right grounds and logic, that we are able now suddenly with 
this type of meditation, or whatever it is called, effectively, at will, go and tackle depression, bipolar, anxiety, fear, because we are built, once again, naturally, to fend off these stressors of the mind. We are equipped with all that. Yes. And they saw it now. So, um, wow. That's why we are. That's great. And then podcasts like yours, Morgan, this is the way to bring it out to the world. Definitely. To the understand, you, Guys, we found a key, and it is a universal key. Everybody can open his own big space where he feels free, right on, and at will, in control of his happiness, strength, and health, which in the end is hormonal. And the health is about the immune system. We can tap into all these areas at will. Because we found now a way to get willfully in the brain and change the blood flow in other parts of the brain. And that makes us able to enter therein. That's the way we were built. You know what happens right now because of our schooling? Hmm. We, our consciousness, only is able, uh, together with the profane breathing and our comfort zone behavior, just to bring blood flow 25% more than any part, than any other part of the brain into the surface, the neocortex, our daily thinking and all that. And that's why we suffer Mm. so much of a burnout of this mm. because there is no energy uh, coming from the right hormones because the blood flow is there. It's insufficient. And in the end, it collapses. And then nobody knows. Uh, I say, it's a quit. We, we quit with that. We bring new understanding, new consciousness, and effectively sh- showed by scientific uh, evidence that we are able to tackle the big terrorists of our lives, our anxiety, fear, our not having control in our own brain, because that in the end is the fear mm-hmm. creating aspect that's right, of it all. Right. Beautiful. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you. All right. Yeah, man. This this is a dialogue a- between two humans <laughs> who just bring up some some sense making uh, understanding of it all. Yes. And that's what we do uh, because they didn't uh, in the past stand up. Hey, we stand up and we say, hey, stop here. Now we go and look because we have children and we love our children. So we want to guarantee terrorists in their heads and in their bodies will not come in. That is called love. Mm -hmm. Strong love. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. Strong love. And and as you said, that you really can teach a kid that there's nothing to fear in all of this. Exactly. You have all of these capacities within you and there's genuinely nothing to fear. Exactly, yes. If you say a kid a thousand times, you cannot do that, you cannot do that, you cannot do that, he's going to fear possibly something he could do, but you have been saying that all the time. Mm. It's imprinted. And now we take away the imprints of our fears that we are not able to be in control of our happiness, strength, and health. Mm. And we get it around. We create neurologically by neuroplasticity or whatever, the natural uh, neurological pathways to be in control in our own brain, mm. the way the nature meant it to be, not the way it has been told through systems and yakis of the past, who have only create, been creating all kinds of wars and stupid <laughs> and us to serve therein. And where is the love? Where is the happiness? 
in a castle, in a bigger castle than somebody else, yeah? a bigger skyscraper. We can shoot people to the moon and we cannot guarantee happiness, strength and health. Come on, man. Does it make sense? Exactly. So I stopped the nonsense and get into sense. All right. Take us into, take us into the second pillar. The second pillar. So the second pillar is the breathing. The breathing or the ability to change the chemistry into the right one, into the way nature meant it to be. And that is deep activation of the lymphatic, which is the deepest layer. And we are, because of our profane breathing and profane comfort zone behavior, we have become profane in our breathing. And uh, thus, we don't provide the right chemistry into the depth of our physiology. Mm. Thus, we lose the content. We lose the connection. We lose the ability to connect there with when there are problems. So when problems arise, we are not able to change that. And for that, I found out that the breathing techniques we provide have been able, say, to tackle a bacteria within 15 minutes, 100% score of 12 people after 16,000 people shown they were not able to do that. Mm. And then suddenly a group of 12 people are able to tap in through deep breathing and holding the breath after emptied lungs, creating a, a, without force a great feeling within them, a control, and the bacteria wasn't able to cause a fever or headaches, talking a controlled experiment of the Rabat University. And within four days, they were very capable to get into the depth of the physiology mm. and the bacteria's influence. Suddenly, they were able to get it out of there. So no fever, no uncontrolled shivering, no headaches, no all over agony. And the comparing group wasn't doing anything of that because they were not instructed. They were fully safe for three to six hours. It's a controlled experiment. Yeah. That means what I want to say is when I talk about virus, I talk uh, bacteria, I talk about, you know, cell level activity. Yeah. And we are able we lost a connection, but now at will, using these breathing techniques, suddenly we are able to change the chemistry and to activate the innate immune system because we favor the chemistry inside and we activate the adrenal axis, which resets the body to its natural affectivity. And uh, therein, in the wild, you don't see depressed rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or, or, you know, or an elephant with flu. Right. Yeah, yeah, don't see that. They, they do something. They do this. They live more profound within their own system. And we lost that. But consciously, with the right breathing techniques, we are able to reset the body to its natural capacity. And their disease, both mentally and physically, they have, uh, they have no space. They have no why. Or they have no purpose over there. So they are shut down, mm. effectively, cell death. It brings it to cell death. Yeah. And with the bacteria, with the bacteria, we are able to take on bacteria like stress. That's what you learn of the cold, and the cold learns you to breathe deeply, to get into the physiology, and to be able to fend off cold. is not only the cold, but also bacteria, virus. It's all stress. It's all creating the same cell biological stress. Mm. And the cold is the teacher. It teaches you to learn to breathe deep, 
and therefore to get a connection with the depth of the body, being able to change that and to bring about most of effectivity of the physiology the way nature meant it to be. And therein, any shape of stress has no chance. We are able, we are built after millions of years to fend it off. And that's very interesting. That is the breath. So, so and, and just quickly, what is the actual breathing method? Breathing method. The breathing method, uh, we got a free app for that. You can, uh, you can find it on the website. Yep. But uh, in the end, you know, all the, all the searching, uh, it hasn't got to do anything with deep explanations. And yeah. all. I was looking in all these scriptures and they make it so difficult. I think, what? what yeah, is this? yeah. You go yes. to the archangel there, and then they find the drops over there coming through this nasal poem, and then the meridian over there, and the Ida, the Pingala, and the Aham Sarvasi Prabhava Mata Savan And boy, I go on, and I become almost uh, loco in my head. No, just relax, sit on the sofa, lie in bed, empty stomach, begin to breathe deep. Don't do it in the car because these techniques really go deep. They go past your understanding, your physiological control, and reset the body to its utmost functionality within 20 minutes. So, uh, I, how to do it? Yeah. Yes? No, I just have. So relax. Go, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. I'll, 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 well, I just, I actually find the cold water easier than the breathing. And. Which I, uh-huh. I think that's very interesting and in itself. But, yes. but also the breathing, every time I do it, has very profound effect. I feel well-being after I do that breathing all day. I'll, I'll do three or four rounds. And exactly. when I do it, I literally feel, I feel a lightness and a buoyancy through the entire day. Exactly, yes. And that's what they saw in the last studies, that the blood becomes alkaline. Mm. They took the blood before. And it became very alkaline after the first sessions of uh, breathing. Mm. They took the blood and they saw it uh, had become alkaline instead of, you know, a lower pH. It became very high. And then it goes to its natural standard. And five hours later, they took the blood again. And they saw still the natural standard for alkalinity. Mm. That means the alkalinity is a condition of the nervous system to run. Mm. If you become a little uh, acidic, you can understand where you become acidic and you run, you can't run anymore. Yeah. It's becoming happy. Yeah. You need the right chemistry. You can't put sugar in the gas of the car. You know? Totally. Then the car, no, it needs the right chemistry. So the body needs the right chemistry. And what is it? The right pH degree, the right alkalinity. And that is what the breathing exactly does. Wow. Within 20 minutes. That's fascinating. Boom. And they, you, you know the investment to do the breathing in time and, and so forth is far paid back throughout the day because you function better. Oh, yeah. Relative to the benefits, it's a tiny investment. It's got huge ROI. Exactly. And another thing, Morgan, imagine the people, and I've been uh, doing this already, with the people who are paralyzed. Uh, these breathing techniques, yeah. they uh, exercise the vascular system more than running. Mm. You see what I yeah. mean? These people are not able to run, and but they are able to do the breathing. Thus, they exercise the 80,000 miles of 
vascular channeling, mm. which is a big problem within that society, yeah. you know, of people who are just having, yeah, they are lying the whole day. And it's very stressful to the body. Oh, yeah. But, and they never get this exercise. And also the pulmonary exercising is, is great, y great. Yes. And they deteriorate with this community of paralyzed people. So I just want to point out to the, to the community that these breathing techniques coming from the cold, coming from the exposure to the elements of nature, is a natural key to go to the utmost functionality of our physiology. It's also simple. Yes. So that is pillar number two, the breathing. And there is more to the breathing even. We could go into that. Yeah. Another time, yeah. But in the end, it is, we have the ability to change the chemistry anytime we want through breathing, mm. these breathing mm. techniques. They bring about the right chemistry in the body. So anything that deals with stress, biological, cell biological stress, is caused by outward stresses coming on the body and the mind, creating a wrong, out-of-balance cell biological stress. We are able to rebalance that cell biological stress, and therefore we can take away the cause for disease, both mental and physical. Amazing. So, and that through breathing? Yes. And how simple is it? Just relax on the sofa, lying or sitting, but somewhere where you are relaxed because a relaxed body is opening up in the tissue and there is no tension and it's able to receive oxygen. And with the oxygen, it can become alkaline mm. in the depth, mm. in the lymphatic system, past the firewalls, the so-called barriers in the spine, which were not able to be passed we have shown to go past. And therefore, we go into the lymphatic system and cleanse the body of the wrong chemistry. And that's what the body wants. Mm. The body wants to breathe. Mm. And that is that one. And we got the last one. And it shows now they want to do this competitive study on mindfulness, the setting of the mind. Mindset. Mm. Now, if I'm able just by the mind, by setting my mind to, to have cold water, like ice water, coming through tubes to a vest, perfusion vest, which are normally used in the, in the case of firefighters, mm. they got this perfusion mm -hmm. vest to stay cool inside mm. underneath, but now they took it into a laboratory setting uh, protocols. And they uh, cool people down to see what they, how they react. So they got 74 people uh, younger than me exposed in that vest to ice water. And all what happened or what they saw on the skin was that every time uh, the cold water came in the vest, the skin temperature plumped down. It went down. It and, plummeted. Uh, yeah, plummeted. Yeah. Yeah. Plummeted. It plummeted. And every time warm water came in, it went up again. And then cold water plumped, plummeted down again and going up again yes. when warm water. And this was the line by 74 people. And then I came and what I did, if I do nothing, if I don't set my mind, my skin temperature also plummets. Yeah, whatever. Uh, plums down. Yeah. It goes down yeah. and it goes uh, like everybody else. Yeah. But now, day three, I set my mind. 
And, you know, I program my mind. I do what I do always in the cold. Before I go into the cold, I set my mind. I go into the cold. And then the body is programmed on cell level to be protective, strong, to be able at will to regulate whatever is needed in this stressful situation. That's what I did. And I went into the brain scan. The skin temperature device was on. And they had me eight times seven minutes every time into ice water mm. exposure. Mm. And they saw my skin temperature not going down none of these times. Wow. It stayed actually one degree fully up. Wow. Than from the beginning. And that is our ability if we set our mind. So the power of our mind is physical, is real. So don't just believe. No, use the power of your mind and set your body on cell level to be able to protect against willfully against any kind of stressor. So was that any. a visual? That could, was that a, yes. an intention that you were setting, or was it an actual intention? Yes. The power of intention. Yes, that it is. Trust it to be there. It is there, and it is built to be taken on much more than we ever can think. Mm. It's there, mm. and it's very flexible, and it's very fast, and it knows more than we do with our mind. We just need to program it. It's a harness. Mm. It comes in. Mm. Those are the protective proteins I'm, I was talking about around the cell. And they are being activated through uh, our neurological activity of our mind. Simple. Yes. It's like switching on the light at home. We got a little button there, and you want some light, you get it there. You want some heating, you got it there. But you got to do it within there. And not only at home, your body is your home. Right. You can learn it all over there. Because whatever we have been inventing, we actually got all that inside. You know, like we are talking telephone now, mm. but we got telepathy. Right. We got all these, all these things, but because we do not... It's like if you don't train them, then uh, it's weakened, but still there. It's all innate. Now, I'm not interested in telepathy and telekinesis and all these circus artists' uh, bull things. No, I just want to guarantee my children happiness, strength, and health. Mm. And we are able to do that. That's what I, by evidence, I'm showing. So... Yeah. yeah there, there, there we are. That Morgan. that is amazing. Together. That's why we talk. Yeah, and together. absolutely. And bring it out. Bring it out. And I really um everyone, I hope this is uh compelling to you as it is to me. And obviously I've I've taken up It is. Yes. And yeah, I and the thing is when we talk about things like this, it has a kind of contagious quality and because there's a part of us Isn't it isn't it because it is common sense what I'm talking Definitely. About, you know? it, Definitely. And it is our birthright to be happy and to guarantee this for our beloveds. Totally. There, there we are. So that's what we do. Wim can... And we got it evidence-based. So yes. No speculation. This is it, guys. Yes. This is for you. And there is no dogma. It's no religion. It's divine, man. That's awesome. So, and and I know you've already been very generous with your time. I just want to ask a few last questions to kind of close it out, Wim. Can you? Yes. So 
for me, like when I watched the Vice documentary and I heard some of the interviews, like there's one big quality, and, and we've touched on this so far, that has come up when I listen to you talk and also reflecting on some of your accomplishments, things you've done is the word fearlessness. So there's, you know, you summited Everest, right, in your bare feet and you you ran up it. You've accomplished some remarkable feats and, you know, there's a kind of fearless quality to the whole thing. And so I guess my question is, one, can you speak a little bit to that? But two, do you think that's a quality of the Wim Hof method? Do you think that's it's particular to you? And if you really are attributing it to the method, what do you see in your students or the people taking up this method that give you confidence that this is something that transcends you, this kind of fearlessness? Yes, it does. Fear comes from the subconscious. Subconscious is regulated by the autonomous system outside of our will. Mm. Now, if we bring the autonomous system within our will, then suddenly we are able to influence into that which we normally cannot perceive or where we are conscious of or the subconscious. Mm. And in the subconsciousness, there is a part of the brain, amygdala, it's the hippocampus. Now suddenly we have shown in brain scans, we are very much uh, creating willfully activation in those areas. So those areas actually want to work and they come up like fear because we are not able to willfully connect with those parts of the brain, but now they are. And a cold taught me how to do that mm. by intuition and instinct. Mm. But now in the brain scans, we see we are into those areas. Mm. And that means nobody likes fear, but nobody knows how to take it away. So what they say is with fear, just do it. Just do it, but not just do it stupidly, run into an abyss and uh, have no fear. That is stupid. The thing is, learn to, to tap into the area of the brain where fear becomes controlled. It is there. And if now, if you do this through this method, then you don't need to understand all the signs around it. You just do it and you will be able to get the right blood flow in any part of the brain, which is controlling the body in the end. And with that comes the, the control of those parts which normally are inactivated and controlled by fear, mm. therefore. Mm. Fear is a signal. You are not in control, you are not in control. Like pain, pain is a signal. Right. Hey, something is wrong here, something is wrong here. But we had no ability to access into that. And now, through the cold, you learn to deal with all, uh, all the physiology, all the physiological depth of ours to the level of the DNA connected to the deepest part of our brain. So thus, fearlessness is a simple thing what occurred to me. Hey, I can do this. Well, I have no fear for the next one. I, have to, uh, I, I didn't stumble upon anything I, I could not do. It went on and on because we are able to do so much more than we think. Mm. But I was doing it and following my feeling, mm. their mm. intuition, my instinct, mm -hmm. those were my teachers, because in books it was not. So, and now it's getting into books, 
And now I made a very simple method to be understood. Method out of it. I went into nature, come back, tested myself, and I see many, many people taking on this method, and it worked. We get more than 40,000 testimonials of people who are completely healed of their, the most strangest of diseases. And that is only because they learn to go into the depth of their own physiology. Mm. And for that, the breathing techniques, the cold showers, and the belief, your, the setting of the mind, as we discussed, they are, of course, they are important. It's like reschooling, resetting our, our control within to a natural standard. Mm. So, yes, it is accessible, effective. It is universal. It's universal. It's not mine. Absolutely not mine. It's just, I found something in nature. I bring it back. I say, there's a whole lot more where that came from. And so you're saying you've also actually helped people overcome profound anxiety, depression, some of these sort of mental health issues and emotional challenges. You, you have examples of yes. working with people. If I go with uh, uh, people with chronic diseases and even cancer and asthma and Crohn's disease and arthritis in record times and the oldest person with that former experience in climbing a mountain in shorts up to Kilimanjaro, six kilometers, mm. which is uh, 18,000 feet, mm. it, within 31 hours, these people, are they transform. Mm. No, they go to the deepest of their physiology, of the real physiology, of the real capacity of them, and that transforms them. And with that, 40,000 people and more, and it's growing in numbers. But we have to go back to the core, to who we are, what we are by nature. Not the way we think, but the way we are. And there is the absolute willful control for being happy, strong, and healthy. Or the willful connection to the hormonal system and the immune system, which is related directly to hormones, happiness, you know, dopamines, melatonins, endorphins, and all those things. And for the chronic pain, millions and millions of people are suffering from chronic pain. Mm. We have an ability to connect with the endocannabinoid system, which is controlling the pain. But we lost that connection. And, and thus we take all these opiates and things with all these side effects. No, we got a natural way to deal with that. So I want to do all the studies and anybody who's listening right now, challenge this method. Challenge it because I'm talking nature. I'm talking the innate capacity of ours which transcends universally disease, both mental and physical. Challenge it. Let's polish the diamond of the truth of our real capacities for everybody because we love everybody. We love life and we love everybody and, and that's it. Awesome. Where, where can people go to learn more about the work and to start the practice, Wim? Can you just... There is a free app that is the... Ain't Is that WimHoffMethod.com? Yes. That, that, my son has helped me out with uh, framing it all up. WimHoffMethod.com. There is the free app. So ev uh, everyone... He's laughing. Yeah, well, and it's great because yeah, that's, yeah. that's how I learned it. Yeah. Hey, hey, say, oh, okay. say, say. Hey, how are you hey doing? Hey there. 
Hey man. No, I'm hearing my dad uh, talk. Uh, he just asked me a question. So we also have an app where we don't hold uh, back on the good stuff. Yeah. You know, if people really want to learn and be well explained, it's connected with the iWatch or the smart uh, fo- uh, phone to measure heartbeat, retention times, and it's all for free. It's on the App Store and on the Google Play. Awesome. Uh, because my dad wants to make it available for, for everyone. So that's the way we do things. If they want to learn, they can learn by the app or the free Siri, etc. And if they want a little bit of more, they can come to a workshop. That's awesome. And how do they learn about the workshops? Where would they go? Uh, to WimOffMethod.com. That's uh, the main uh, stage. Cool. Of uh, yeah, of the training. Awesome, perfect, and everyone, I can attest to the the value and the efficacy of the app. That's how I learned about it, and that's yeah. that's what I use. That's what I recorded my daily sessions on, and and it's a great little app. Beautiful. You did a you, you guys it, yes. did a really nice job on that. Thank you. Ah, thank you, man. Very nice to hear. Yeah. Thank you so much. Awesome. Hey, great. Thank you for for the platform. I'm passing it to my dad okay, again. Thank okay. Thank you. Hey, cheers, man. Cheers. Thank you. Hey, okay, Wim, thank you. I'm going to hook all of this up in the show notes. We're going to be publishing this in a couple of weeks, and it's going to go out to thousands and thousands of people who I am really excited to get exposed to your work, man. And and I just, I, well, I can't thank you enough for doing the interview, but thank you for this work. Thank you for being a missionary for all of this. It's just Likewise, it's awesome. likewise, Morgan. We stand on the same side. Amen, man. We I, are the, doing the same I work. I feel that. We're bringing out the truth. I feel that. We are we are eager to know. We are, have no fear. We expose ourselves and we bring out the truth. Common sense. Amen, brother. Thank you, Wim. Right on. Okay, bye. Take care. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. So, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did. I mean, that was amazing. Definitely one of my top favorite interviews ever. Wim is, as you could hear, just off the charts with his passion and inspiration for this methodology, it's totally worth trying. You know, I've been meditating for well over 20 years and I still stand by meditation as like a bedrock practice, but maybe the Wim Hof method is for you. I, I, I definitely think it's worth giving a try. Check out his free app. It's worth it. It's free. And if you're turned on by it, Go do one of his workshops. It's potentially transformational. So fantastic. You can get all the information about that over on the wimhoffmethod.com website, or you can go to aboutmeditation.com for this episode. And I've got everything linked up in the show notes. Also, I will link up some of the studies that Wim cited in this interview. So if you want to look deeper into the science, you can get more information about that. And also... If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. If you value the show, you listen to the show, or even if you're just inspired by this episode, please leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. That's a huge help for us, gets us in front of way more meditators and gets more meditators exposed to the brilliant folks that we bring on this show. So thank you so much. And as always, we are going to end with a quote. And as usual, the quote is from the Rigpa Glimpse of the Day. And here's the quote for today. Shay used to say that a beginner should practice meditation in short sessions. Practice for four or five minutes, then take a short break of just one minute. During the break, let go of the method. 
but do not let go of your mindfulness altogether. Sometimes, when you've been struggling to practice, curiously, the very moment when you take a break from the method, if you are still mindful and present, is the moment when meditation actually happens. That is why the break is just as important a part of meditation as the sitting itself. Sometimes I tell my students who are having problems with their practice to practice during the break and take a break during their meditation.